road leads, then hear this, all ye people. Give ear, all ye inhabitants of the world, both high and low, rich and poor together. Do you indeed speak righteousness? Do you judge uprightly, all ye sons and daughters of men? And do you judge as others judge? For as you judge, you shall be judged. And if you condemn, you are condemned. Pass on. But there is no return. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Profession Confession. I'm your host, Gabe Noah. With me, as always, is the chocolate unicorn, the caramelicious one, black guy, Tevin Pittman. Um, this week's episode, we speak with a Marine who fought at the Battle of Marja in Afghanistan, which is an extremely horrific and bloody battle. And um, uh, I was just so kind of grateful to meet this guy, grateful to have him come in. It's it's just what we we think is one of the best episodes that we've ever done. Um, this guy understood the show. We kind of just matched, um, you know, he got what we're doing. Like he gets the dark story, but then also um, can laugh at it and laugh at some pretty awful uh, jokes. So right in our wheelhouse and um, man, but, but, but really like what I was just impressed with the most is cause we've done a lot of war podcasts and you know, it's no secret that I love them, even though I'm trying to do less of them, but um the stories are just so intense, but what this guy did different um, is he was so eloquent in explaining how someone loses their humanity. Um, and maybe eloquent isn't the right word, but, but just um, he was so earnest and, and uh, fearless with how he described it. And I, I've just really, really was just impressed with him and, and, and grateful to know him and, uh, Man, it was just, it, it was great. Um, the guy admits to some super dark shit. Um, and in my opinion, no one's going to blame him for it or judge him for it. Because when you hear the story, you understand why the fuck you do some pretty gnarly shit in that situation. So um, so I think it's important that people hear this kind of stuff. I mean, this is a, when you send people to fucking war, you should know that this is what we're doing to our people too. So um uh, our guest would be the first uh, to uh, to co-sign on the joke that this episode should be brought to you by PTSD, which which actually um, our sponsor, <laughs> Cure Pure Collective. I swear this wasn't planned. Um, our sponsor, Cure, Cure Pure Collective, is a line of CBD products that was started by another military member who um, to treat PTSD. And if you're thinking, hey, isn't CBD stuff bullshit i'd say like yeah for the most part it is but uh but this is actually like high quality product that has actual thc content with it which you need thc to activate the cbd so normally i will uh extol the virtues of the delta 8 product which if you're familiar with delta 8 so it does have thc like i said so you'll get a uplifting um experience take only one gummy or get the tincture. The tincture is actually probably best, but, um, but yeah, the, the, um, but I recently had, they have a one-to-one product. So if you go to their website, cure pure collective, that's K U R P U R 
collective.com and look for the one-to-one and um, that one is for sleep. And I am a sociopath who lays in bed thinking and thinking and thinking for hours and can't fall asleep. And this stuff, like I was asleep within 15 minutes and I woke up without any like that grogginess or heaviness. So I, I, I really am a huge fan of that. I remain an enormous fan of the Delta 8, which is totally legal, by the way. It's in accordance with the 2018 Farm Bill. So um, I'm not sending you down some shady alley. But uh, and and frankly, it's uh, I think higher quality and cheaper than um, buying stuff from your uh, whatever the dude across the hall in the apartment building you live in. So um, definitely go get that. Just put Procon in the uh, coupon code box. So Cure Pure Collective, Procon in the box, Delta Eight or the one to one, and I we're getting a stellar response from the people who who, who have tried it. So, so, uh, so yeah. And let us know if you like, like, I truly am curious. I don't want, um, you know, I don't know how everyone feels about it, but I, I fucking love it. So, so anyway, um, thank you guys for that. We're going to be having a, a second interview with, uh, today's guest. So look out for that. At the end of the episode, he had dropped this treasure trove of content on me. So, Definitely check out our YouTube, Facebook, Patreon, and we're going to have, basically, he's got media for every story he tells. This is like the most verifiable interview I've ever done. So if you want to see what some of the people look like, if you want to, you know, when he talks about sleeping in a hole in the desert or um, the Afghan National Army guys who were shooting heroin or whatever, like he's got pictures of them. So um We'll have them up. So check those out. We deeply appreciate anyone who gives to the Patreon. We are sending out t-shirts this week. So there's some people that we owed t-shirts that I'm very sorry for. But um, but yeah, uh, you get a t-shirt if you donate to it. I'm going to be doing live shows. So you get tickets to those. Support the show. We appreciate it. Um, thank you very much for listening. Enjoy. Um, our guest this week. He is uh, Wineum Dineum 69em. He is a, <laughs> I don't know. I have no intros for this. It's another goddamn drudgery fucking war podcast that I love, but they're so, it's such a descent into hell that I feel like uh, you want to get some jokes out early on yeah. so that I can feel the sensation of laughing before I frown <laughs> for an hour and a half straight. <laughs> um, let's see. So you were in the, in the Marines. Yep. I'm not going to say the division again because I've already forgotten and it's, it's irrelevant. Hoorah! 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 Yeah! Hoorah! Hooray! Hooray! The Marines! Yeah. We're here! Skipping hand in hand! Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> what? Uh, so, where were you deployed? I was uh, deployed and for how long? I was deployed both times to. Uh, I did two tours in in Afghanistan, specifically in uh, Helmand Province in the city of Marja. Um, invaded the city in 2010 and. Uh, 2011, 2012, I went back. Uh, eight months and then seven months. Okay, so eight months, seven months. How? Um, and I missed how much time between? Uh, I was home back in the United States for nine months training my my new Marines, and then I went back. Okay, so what did you? <clears throat> what level did you start at, and where did you end up? I was at the very bottom. Yeah. Um, a private, and worked my way up through just 
being an idiot and yeah, listening to any order that anybody told me to, whether it was a good order or bad order. And um, I ended up from being in charge of nobody to being in charge of a whole company of machine guns, which is about 23 Marines. Okay. Um, as a 22-year-old kid. That is fucking, that is crazy. I was managing my dad's furniture store <laughs> at the same age. And uh, yeah, no, no machine guns. Um, what, what? Oh, oh, God, oh sorry. sorry. What, and what, what, like, is that like a captain level? Like, what is it? Like a three-star general at that point? No. So um, I was a corporal, but I was doing the job of uh, a staff sergeant. So okay. I, I was in for about three years doing the job somebody would do that's been in for 12 to 16 years in the Marine Corps. In the movie Saving Private Ryan, which guy are you? <laughs> Up him. So what, what, um, why did you go into the military? Uh, I joined about six months after high school um, because I figured I was going to either end up dead or, or in jail, prison. Um, and it was kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy. Um, I, I wanted to die. Um, and uh, I joined for... A, a glorious death that that didn't come, and I wanted to do something that uh, my old man, my dad, um, would hopefully be proud of because he was never proud of me. Yeah, were you? So, did you want to die? I guess so. When you say you wanted to join for a glorious death, do you really mean that? Do you think? Like, I mean, is that really what the plan was, or was it kind of like well, either he'll be proud of me, or I'll die a, a <laughs> glorious death? I guess it was just a means to an end. Um, I was either going to die in combat or I was going to, you know, be, be the retired combat vet that, you know, yeah. everybody knows. Right. Kind of self-defeating the whole time. Yeah. Alcoholic and drug addict. And what was your, <laughs> what was going on before that? Were you broken, you know, broken home type stuff or what's. Yeah. I was abused growing up, um, physically and, and verbally by my father. Um, got picked on a lot as a kid. Um, wasn't really good at sports. Started smoking meth at 14, crack at 13. Um, got my first girlfriend pregnant in 15. Um, Jesus. Yeah. Barely, barely graduated high school. Um, it's amazing. It's amazing that you're here. Yeah. 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 I mean, really like what a fucking formula for disaster. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. That's like you lived. What was my worst nightmare at that same age? Like, well, first of all, I just want to get laid in the first place, let alone get someone fucking pregnant. Jesus Christ. Yeah. You were bareback and just right out of the gate. (laughs) Yeah, I was. And blowing it in. (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) Amazing. My my pullout method was not on point. No, no. (laughs) You're throwing caution to the breath. (laughs) I don't care what happens. (laughs) Exactly. Huh. Feels too good. Yeah. And, and, and in your mind, so, uh, you know, I'm a man with uh, daddy issues, I don't mind saying, and, and I had a good childhood. <laughs> like, there's really nothing, like, you know, he was a, a probably a stern uh, whatever dude who who was very accomplished and yeah. like always has the answer kind of uh-huh. thing and created a thing for me where I'm just like, well, I don't have the answer all the time, so mm-hmm. I must be a fucking huge <laughs> fuck up or whatever. Yeah. So what, what, I mean, yours, there was abuse and everything, but mm-hmm. I mean, did you admire him was he in your life what he the way i put it he he was a father and not a dad um he provided he put a roof over my head clothes on my back food on the table and i got mad respect for him for that um i love him for that but 
when it was time to go on vacation, it was me and my mom and my sister because he was always working turnaround, so we could go on these vacations. Yeah. Um, I I don't think he was ever meant to be a father. He couldn't deal with the day to day shit that that kids deal with the headaches. Yeah. Um. So I think that was his way of 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 getting out, <clears throat> um, of it, um, by working. And sorry to ask this, but how bad was the abuse? Like, what um, level are we? It got, the verbal was, was bad all the time. Eight years old, I walked up the stairs from taking a shower, and uh, I watched him tackle my mom and uh, break her rib and um, hit her and shit. Um, and that's kind of when it, when it changed. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah. And, and then he would abuse you as well? Yeah. Or just, okay. Yeah, yeah, we'd go. He tried to make a man out of me by, by taking me uh, up to the cabin and, and work and shit. Um, and the minute I fucked up, he, I mean, he's thrown steel ladders at me, um, forks, spoons, beer bottles, anything. I mean, I was driving his, I was, I was driving his truck at eight years old, F one fifty um, stick shift back from the bar when we're up at the cabin. First, he got me drunk first time at eight years old. I got diarrhea from a can of squirt. <laughs> for real it was a hot day <laughs> anyway, same thing yeah that, that's what we were going through if you craft our lives that was pretty much yeah and I, I mean i'm from the burbs like you wouldn't you wouldn't think that i'd have you know right. okay that's what i was like gonna that. ask it next sounds like kind you'd be of from like a noca like it sounds like a lot of trailer house activity yeah. no you know, like came from a nice home nice really? house you know i mean besides my old man and you know i mean i was i was bored and i wanted to piss my dad off as much as possible because i hated him when did that turn where you realize like in a sense you know is it like a movie where you go like he can't hurt me or you know what i mean where right, you get when you this like, like finally are old enough where you're like you know what now i don't have to put up with this shit anymore and i can stand up to or him. yeah or just even he can hit me but i don't know like i can hit back too and i don't know uh, when did you get numb father's day when i was 15 years old my mom finally witnessed it like she she knew about it but she never witnessed it um he grabbed me by my i had super long hair longer than this and he grabbed me by my hair and um just closed fist punched me right in the right in the face and she called the cops and kicked him out the house and the cops said there's a a fine line between discipline and, and abuse and the cops did that because you know they knew me i was doing mess smoking crack okay you know i was running into the cops all the time yeah yeah you know, so I think it was a lesson that they were trying to teach me, you know. And and if your dad were here today, like, you know, I don't know if he's alive or dead or whatever. I'm just saying if he was here interviewing, would he say, you know, like, would would he be sorry now or is he like, nope. no? Okay. Uh, no. Last is he around? I, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Last time I seen him, he had to get eight surgeries on his hand. It was just, he wouldn't, we, we, we've made amends a few times, you know, when I was in Afghanistan and shit got heavy and, you know, I saw a lot of shit and. Um, went through a lot of shit and I was like, you know what, life, life's too short and we made amends and it never worked out. Really? Because you know? you'd make amends and then just, what, he, I mean, he sounds he, like a fucking powder keg of a dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's He's got some undiagnosed uh, mental health issues. Um, he's he's off and he's got the anger issue and, you know, I mean, I, I'm I'm a hell of a lot like him and yeah, that's, yeah. that's the part of me I hate and the, that's why I'm a, a total 100% 80 from, from what he is. Okay. Today, that, yeah. that's my driving force behind that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it seems like most people I know who have dads like that, that's, yeah. that's true. Yeah, he's like a bitter old fuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? And, yeah, yeah. And but I've, it takes I've, a long time I've, to I've let that drop. I've lived a bitter young 20-year-old yeah. kid, you know, 25-year-old yeah. kid. It's not a path to a happy life. Fuck, <laughs> right? No, it's not, man. Right. 
So, so, so that's what propelled you into the military, essentially that and your, you know, whatever fuck yeah. ups. Yeah. Um, were you, you know, I always think of someone going into the military because even, even me fresh off my squirt diary or whatever, <laughs> there were times in my life where I'd be like, you know, like I'd be a really good soldier <laughs> or whatever dumb shit right. went through my head. Like it'd be fun. Like I love shooting guns. I love fucking killing bad guys. Cause I'd only done right. it imaginary. <laughs> right. yeah. Like, and, yeah. It's like, I, yeah, I do that shit all the time. Like, of course I'd be good at it. And then, and now after talking to so many guys on this show and like truly like the reality of it, it's like, I look back at my, it's like, you are so fucking naive. It's like, I'd want to yeah. fucking beat the shit out of me. You know, like. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, I you, never could have went to the military. Right. Hearing these stories. <laughs> right. I, I mean, do you, do, I don't know. Do you look back at that? Like, were you gung-ho at all at first? Uh, no. I was a fucking terrible Marine at first. Okay. <laughs> I was, I was the worst. I was fat. I was lazy. I didn't give a fuck. And then I met my, my squad leader. And he was a sick, sadistic fuck. He's the big brother I've never, ever wanted. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I needed. <laughs> sure. That molded me into the Marine and part of the person I am today. How do you do that? <clears throat> like, what? You know, I'm just confused by the sadistic part. If he's actually a shitty <laughs> he's, person or a good one. <laughs> right. yeah. he's, he's, he's a Marine's Marine. Um, I'm fuck, I beat him in a game of, of Call of Duty, and he's fucking stabbed me. You know? Like, like for real stabbed me? Yeah, yeah, he stabbed me in the fucking leg. Um, what like it was just like a like a big ass blade and just like straight down no it was like a pocket or... knife like a bench made pocket knife and yeah yes. it was it was in the meaty part of the thigh and he did you know i said he what knew the that fuck that's... ow and he said does does that make it feel good that you say ow and i said no and he says no why the fuck do you say you pussy yeah you're just you're just crazy like that he'd go tell I'm me like to that. take my helmet yeah, off like dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was i'm a lot like that he was yeah. but he he groomed me for a position and he was the best Marine that I've ever known. He's still in the Marine Corps, and he's he's actually recruiting Marines now. Um, but he was the best, worst person you could have your back and, and, and elevate but you. Was he like that with everybody, or was it like he saw something in you that was like, I need, need to be a certain way with this guy, kind of like, like a football coach treats different players differently? Yeah, yeah, he picked me. He singled me out for some reason. I don't know if it was because I let him into my room. And like, because he was married, so he lived off base. So I'm like, yeah. yeah, Corporal, you can you can come in my room, you know. And then he'd eat all my food, drink all my beer, play all my video games, sleep in my bed. I'm sleeping on the fucking floor. He treated me like shit, you know. But I'm like, oh shit, this guy's been to Iraq. Like, yeah. I respect the fuck out of this dude, and he's done this, this, and this. And um, we became like like best friends, and we we went to combat with each other, and um. Like, we didn't have to communicate. Like, we could just look at each other. Yeah. We knew exactly what the fuck, what we were going to do in situations. Mm -hmm. um, but, no, nah, he was, he'd, he'd make me beat the shit out of people. I mean, if, if somebody had a problem with somebody, they'd bring them to my room. And I was the only one to walk out of that room. Like, I was very hands-on, as was he. He beat the fuck out of me all the time. And I was used to it because of my old man. So I'm just like, that's oh, another authority figure beating the fuck out of me. Yeah, oh, yeah. This is, this is life. Yeah. And, and then I became that authority figure. And that's not a way to lead Marines by intimidation. Yeah. You know, yes, they need to have a healthy fear for you, but they also need to have a, a healthy respect for you. And if they completely fear you and are afraid of, of your hands, they're not going to respect you. Did you learn that the hard way or did you get that before you were in? Charge? No, it was after I got out, you know. Oh, okay. Going, going through treatment shit, looking at, at how I was. And, and I've, I've talked to all my dudes and be like, Hey, you know, like I was 22 years old. I was put in a position 
I didn't necessarily want, but looking back now, like, yeah, um, groomed me for this. Mm-hmm. And, and now I'm in this position and, and I feel like I'm failing. And it was because I, I never thought about it. Yeah. I just wanted to go out and fucking kill people. Yeah. You know, like there's, there's nothing better than being shot at and shooting back and watching somebody fall. Did you think that right away? Like, I mean, the first, I mean, how about the first day you got to Afghanistan? What, like, do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah, I remember. And how old were you then? I was 20. I was 20 years old. It was January, January 4th, 2010, um, that, that we stepped, yeah, January 4th, um, and you got like two weeks of getting, getting climatized. You meet, you meet your, your Afghan soldier people that, that, that are going to roll with you and stuff. Um, but I, the day that sticks out the most is, is getting on the helicopter and, and flying in under RPG attack and, and AK 47 fire on, on Ospreys and dudes got their helmets taken off. I mean, you look at saving private Ryan and they're puking in the boats and shit. I mean, yeah. this is, this is the type of shit that was happening on, on the helicopter. Yeah, people, yeah. people are taking their helmets off, puking on their helmets and they got to put them right back on their head when they got off the helicopter because we're under fire. Because you, know, right. <laughs> you ain't puking on the fucking floor. You're going to get your ass kicked. They got Helicopter crewmen got to pick that shit up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, this is first, first day you haven't set foot down yet and you're getting shot at yeah. RPG. Like what's going like, are you shitting your pants? Are you puking in your helmet? No, I wasn't. Um, I all the all the briefings told us that we were going to take forty percent casualties this first day. So I'm just I'm going to step step off this fucking helicopter. I'm going to get hit. The briefings told you forty percent casualties. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So, so they're optimistic. I mean, <laughs> that's so fucking crazy. Yeah. I can't even get my head around. Yeah. So I watched a video. Uh, before we had the uh, Vietnam podcast guy yeah. before this. And I was, I do a little research, whatever. And some guy's got a book that I'll try to find a link to for the show, but he's a helicopter guy and he talks about his first day in Vietnam and flying in. And he's just like, you know, he, he just talks sort of what you're talking about, just overwhelming sensory issue of where he said his brain's not even fucking catching up with what's going on. Cause it's all these, they're getting hit by machine gun fire. People are getting killed, like plucked in the back of yeah. his copter. He feels something hit the back of his neck and the, Someone's leg got shot off, and their cor- their artery was like pumping with their heart and shooting yeah. blood on his Arterial neck. It was bleeding. fucking crazy, you know. Yeah. And it's like, and he couldn't believe that this was like when they got back that everyone was like, "Well, that was a hell of a day, huh?" Just like, but they act like it was a normal right, yeah. day, kind of. I mean, it like you didn't have that. You sort of, I don't know, jumped in in the spirit of things and was like, "Hey, we're gonna fucking die, forty percent chance." <laughs> yeah, because we like we rain. got we got off the helicopter and it all stopped. Once we landed and they saw all of us come out, it, it was done. And it was, it was the blind leading the blind. Yeah. I mean, we were you mean the, on their side or on no, your? No, on okay. ours. Like, okay. <laughs> That's, well, if right. these guys had any logistics yeah. or, or any type the of- The right weaponry. Yeah. And, and, and any leadership that knew what the fuck they were doing, we all would have been dead. Man. Right. I mean, I lived out in the desert for 10 days in a fucking hole. Yeah. Under under. Mortar fire, sniper fire, uh, 30 millimeter rockets, you know, I mean, yeah, and you know, they never got one of us, you know, uh, the weather got us. 13 of, of, of our Marines went down with uh hypothermia one night, 
And uh, one of those Marines was mine. And then another one of my Marines was a fucking dumbass and didn't want to be there. So he shot himself in the foot. And those two dudes are supposed to carry my machine gun and all my ammo and shit. I'm carrying that shit by myself now. 50 cal or whatever? Uh, like 240 Bravo. I don't know a, what that it's is. It's a 762 okay. um, fully automatic belt fed. Okay. Shoulder fired. Yeah, gun. yeah. <laughs> what, um, so uh, what were the temperature swings if you're getting hypothermia there? Because I mean, like yeah, in the day, desert, tonight, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, at the night it was raining, sleeting, snowing. The winds were so bad that it was, I, I think the highs were in the, in the low teens. And then during the day, it was 70, 80 degrees. Right. By, by the time 11 o'clock came around, you're, you're getting, getting down and getting out of your, your long johns and shit. Yeah. And, and, and getting into something more because they're going to be fighting. You're going to be running around, kicking down doors and yeah. searching and shit. Is it like, Viet so Vietnam's fresh in my head because of that episode, but uh, so is it like that where you have an LZ that you guys establish, you put razor wire out, kind of form a perimeter? A little bit. Okay. A little bit. We had to build bridges and shit to get into the city. There okay. Was, there was a, a military-grade minefield around it with IEDs. It was the most heavily mined area in um, all of the Middle East, they said. Or okay. all, all of Asia. What's the most um, scared that you ever were? Probably that first time I got shot at. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I would think so. Yeah. I got shot at once. What, <laughs> was it like a... Like you get you're getting shot at and like everything starts moving in slow motion and you're like and somebody asks like hey like marine get your gun and go over there or was it like hey you're getting shot at and like the adrenaline rush comes and now you're like hyper focused the adrenaline came and everybody just kind of started running and what's the, the scenario I guess um yeah. we we had just pushed in the city um the army had built the bridges for us and shit um we went in um. And we're crossing this field, and there's a big berm in front of us, and uh, there's a bunch of shooting, and I didn't know the difference between the sounds um, at the time, um, but there was whizzes over my head, um, and a bunch of us just started running, and I, I was the team leader at the time, so um, my buddy was carrying You're the, the machine You're the team leader, gun. and you've never seen live fire? No. Okay. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. Right, yeah, just, yeah. It's, it's all training, all drills, yeah. man. I would have thought that they have like, yeah, it's a bunch of young kids and you have one like 35 year old guy that he's the leader right. of this group. No, not in the Marines, man. The Marines is all about small unit leadership. Oh, okay. Um, and, and my squad leader, he'd been to, Afga to, to Iraq in 2007 and shit didn't happen. They lost one guy and it was because he fell asleep on post and some Haji came over and fucking shot him in the back of the head. Yeah. Huh. So what? So when you started hearing bullets whiz over your head. Was your instinct in your body to like stop and go the other way or what what no I what started happened? I started following the, the the group of people I started following um uh, my my squad leader and uh my gunner dropped um and uh he just I don't know laid in the middle of the field kind of froze up for a second I it's, went ran back natural and, instinct <laughs> yeah, I would say yeah 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 I ran back and got him and um you know he's started shooting into a berm. Um, because the intel told us that they had a bunch of uh, tunnels built in the berms and would shoot at us from the berms. So um, he started shooting at a fucking berm <laughs> with, with nothing mean, in it. A berm is a dirt hill, right? Yeah. Essentially. Yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. that was gotcha. separating separating the, the canals. Right. Um, and then I I hear from around the corner, 
what the fuck you dumbass is doing? Get the fuck over here with your fucking machine gun. And that was, that was my squad leader. And he's like, did you guys just shoot a fucking hill? And he's like, yeah. What the fuck were you thinking? Get your head out of your ass. Stop wasting bullets, you, know? you fucking but idiot. I, I yeah. went back because I'm not going to leave my dude behind. You know, that, mm. that dude got, got into some trouble, was a, was a pill addict and, and got into some trouble drinking and shit. And he got busted down in his billet. So I, he was my, the dude in charge of me, and then he got in trouble, so now I'm in charge of him. So it was kind of like I, you know, I didn't ever want to fucking do any of this shit. I didn't want to yeah. ever have responsibility. You know, I joined the Marines so I, so people could tell me what the fuck to do all the time. Yeah. So I didn't have to think so for myself. So you truly didn't aspire to, to take on any leadership at all, or like, did you start to like it when you had it at no, all? I no. I fucking hated it, man. Really? That's why I got yeah. it. Yeah. I fucking okay. hated it. It's like babysitting, man. Yeah. It's worse than babysitting, because they're- 22-year-old drunk kids. Yeah, yeah. You know. And you were also a 22-year-old right. yeah. drunk kid, right? Yeah. yeah. I, and I'm held accountable for their actions. Right. Mm -hmm. So, it, you know, are the Marines... So, I, I just... I never have a sense for, like, what the Marines are versus the Army and all that. Like, I mean, how do you view the Marines? I know I could get any other branch in here and they'd tell... The exact you know, exactly opposite, what they yeah. think, but yeah. The Marines have... So, we're a department of the Navy, just the men's department. Ha, okay. ha, ha. That's yeah. a joke. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> But so so we share one third of of the Navy's budget. So we get shit gear, shit yep. weapons. We are the most underpaid, the most fought, and most tried um, of all of all services. And in, in my opinion, uh, I mean, you can look back to our the Marine Corps history in World War II with with the the island hopping campaign against the Japanese. Um, some of the hardest fighting. Um, most radical and just like just like the Taliban and Al Qaeda and shit, they're, yeah. they're fucking radicals, man. You know, you, yeah. you fight an ideology, not not the people. Um, we we go in to fuck shit up, and the army and everybody else comes in to clean up our fucking mess and drag the bodies out. Right. I mean that that's sort of my view of it as that's, well. Like that's how I mean, it's from an outsider, it's sort of like yeah. I think a big dumb muscle. Yep. You know what yeah. I mean? And, oh, yeah. and I don't know if, if that's yep. right at all, no. but that's how I see it yeah. or felt mm -hmm. it. But um, uh, not you, of course, but the other guys, <laughs> um, what, so yeah. Okay. So most scared you were, so that just the first time seeing those shots, but you didn't freeze. You didn't, uh, lock up any of that stuff. I did because my buddy wouldn't move. Okay. You know, and if I was, if he was going to die, I was going to die with him. He did you panic inside? I mean, what, you know, how did that fear manifest itself? Hmm. Or is that I laughed, your... man. We laughed about it. You know, that's all you, that's all you can During do. During it? He was praying, and I've never been really the one to call on something that I believe to be more powerful than me, mm -hmm. um, because I'm the master of my own destiny. But I, I, <laughs> I just, I don't know. I guess I tried to calm him down and get him to get up so we could get the fuck out of there. Did you, um, had you ever known before this from... Um, stress, accidents, whatever, that you get calm under pressure or get, you know, excited? I don't, I, I, I get excited. Okay. Um, I mean, I got into a lot of fist fights as a kid and I would shake with, with anticipation. Okay. You know? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I'm, Spazzes are dangerous. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I tried, I tried to, I, I tried to reel it back. I tried doing boxing and shit, but. Yeah. 
You know, it just, it you know, just wouldn't. You know what's really hard about boxing? What's Staying that? looking at the guy when they're punching you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's fucking I, yeah. I, I was, tried to spar with horrible. me. I was like, I just want to turn my uh, head away the no, whole time. No, I was yeah. good. I was good at good at getting my sh- getting beat up. Yeah. <laughs> what was the what was the conclusion of that kind of uh conflict? So that's the most were you scared you fire? ever were? Is just like just generally you went to someone who's praying, you're like, Oh, this is scary. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's that's probably it. Yeah. Because was, didn't you get shot? I didn't get shot. Oh, no. you didn't. Okay. I got I got blown up twice. Yeah, you weren't more yeah. scared. When no, you got blown no, up? no, that shit was the. I mean, fun. <laughs> it was. It was a rush. Um, it was a little bit scary because I thought I lost my hand. I had my hand hanging out the turret when I got blown up, and my hand hurt and I couldn't feel it. So I'm just like, oh shit! I didn't want to look at it, and I'm like, all right, one, two, three, look. Now look, it's all there, it's all moving, it's all bloody, but it's all good. You know, I got hit by rocks and shit. Have I told you my no. story with that? What? Cutting my hand in a saw is the exact same thing. Exact same thing. <laughs> in a fucking uh, miter box. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I fucking tried to, and it came up and the thing's still spinning. And I went, oh, there's a little scrap really close to the thing. And I went to brush it oh, off no. and it goes, and you see a rooster tail of blood on the white wall <laughs> behind. It was like, <gasps> and I mean, it was like that exact same. I said, you got to look. You gotta look yeah, like it was yeah. like one, two, three, and I looked. And I remember seeing the white of the bone, but it was like, oh, oh good, it's still there. I mean, it's fucking terrible. <laughs> what What was the like? How did you almost get blown up? Like, what were you guys doing? That we, I don't know what the mission was. Um, I was in the turret on on top of the the uh, vehicle with the M two fifty cal at the time, and uh, I think we we're we were going to to pick somebody up or drop off some prisoners or some shit, and um, driving through a field and. Um, we took a left turn around a farm field and I said, oh shit, this is the choke point. This is where the fuck they're going to have these things. And I was listening to ACDC's highway to hell mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, it, it hit and, uh, it was two of them at the same time. One hit the front left tire and one hit the back, right? So they, they know the dimensions of all of our vehicles and shit. You know, they're not fucking stupid. They got dudes on the inside. You can't tell who the fuck's who. You know, yeah, when it comes to the Taliban. So when you say dudes on the inside, you mean like like your guys as guides and stuff. Yeah, like that? yeah. The the Afghan National Army soldiers. Oh, okay. You know, sure. Um, was that really hard to be around them then? Kind of. No, not not for me. Okay. Um, I mean, there's some fucking weirdos. You know, yeah. their culture's super weird. I mean, kid uh, fucking. Yes. Yeah. Did man, you ever see you any? Know? Or or like I've, you know, I witnessed the, the abuse. I didn't see none of it, but I've seen that the aftermaths. How so? Um, like a kid was fucked up. Like he got beat because he didn't he didn't want to give up that booty. I guess and, <laughs> you know. Like well, I, I seen the kid and he was well all put. fucked up. <laughs> you know, he was all fucked up. You know, and I was just like, "What the fuck's going on?" You know, that was the most casual way to put child molestation. <laughs> on I had a fucking more than molestation. Man, what? what the, <laughs> he didn't want to wait. give up that booty. What the fuck can I say? <laughs> that's not my culture. That's not. That's not what I'm not there to bring down the culture. What? Uh, <laughs> no. No, you're not. Uh, we had briefs on it. How did you? What? <laughs> yeah. Oh, briefs on oh, it. Briefs. No, I thought no, I was no, thinking no, of white no, underwear. No, not like underwear. No. <laughs> I'm thinking of white underwear. Yeah, like, no, yeah, no. Anti-booty no, giving no, up. No, we, we had... We had we, uh, we're going to be issuing some points. extra thick underwear <laughs> here. For the kids. We had PowerPoints <laughs> on it. <laughs> Sticky, <laughs> thick, white underwear. <laughs> so, um, what, so, so, sorry, just as far as the kid then. So what yeah. was the scenario? What was going on? Like, what were you doing? 
I was on top of roof with my machine gun with 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 my one of my guys and I heard a bunch of commotion and shit and little kids screaming like the fuck and uh, this dude comes back with this little kid carrying him like by the neck I don't know the kid was probably eight nine eleven years old at most and black eye beat up his back's all fucked up he's got no shirt on um and it was the dude's dad brought the kid into our patrol base and said hey this one of these soldiers came in and, and did this to my son and it was one of the dudes that i hung out with you know he, he was always weird you know one but, of the soldiers yeah. so one of the afghan yeah because i used to okay. smoke weed with him okay over there oh okay yeah <laughs> i'm glad you got drugs over there actually yeah. i didn't know yeah, yeah i was gonna ask that yeah, i was gonna party. get to that yeah yeah so so it's a man what a fucking bummer, right? To yeah. learn your buddy over yeah. there. Like, oh, My drug dealer. I got to find a new friend. Molesting kids or fucking <laughs> yeah. kids. And what did he say in that scenario? You know, a guy comes in and goes, ah, how come I'm, how come I'm, how come and they start pointing to your fucking buddy. You're like, did he look at him like me? He like, pulled his what? gun on him. He did? Yeah, and told him he was going to kill him. Yeah. Hold on, did dad pull it on him? Or no, the no, Afghan? The, okay. the Afghan did. Told him, what the fuck are you going to do? You know, I got a gun. I'm, I'm with them. I got the Marines behind me, and I'm right. Uh, These guys fuck. support me, right? Yeah, we got to. <laughs> they, oh, what you yeah. guys had to? So yeah, so you said you're backing up this that's, guy. That's that's their culture. We can't. We're not. It's hearts yeah. and minds. You know, it's this, it wasn't Iraq. Oh my fucking wow. god! Yeah. And is that something like that? The when you're going over there, that like how they tell you forty percent of you are going to die, and mm -hmm. as a helicopter lands, they say, hey, when you see some old guy having sex with an eight year old, you just got to let it go. There's kind of, kind of. What were they, the briefs like? Uh, insanely boring. Um, about their religion, about their oh, culture. I mean about this. Oh, about like, that subject. Just, yeah, like what? Like what? Would they I say? thought it was a joke, man. They said every Thursday is man is is man boy love. Every Thursday, Thursday? yeah. <laughs> okay. And I was, you know, that's all the dudes from Iraq and shit, and they talked about it a little bit. Did anyone you know, ever just stick their toe right through their fucking trigger holster there and just put their barrel in their mouth and go, well, I don't want to be here anymore. Most, most of us were hungover and didn't pay attention any of the time. I mean, really? Like, when you know that guy fucked, like, or tr wanted to fuck a kid so bad that he had to beat him right. up. Right, yeah. Is it hard to even, like, how do you not give him shit, at least? Because <laughs> we, got, we got bigger shit to worry about. Boy, that seems pretty big. <laughs> that's, yeah. That seems that's, pretty big. Yeah, we got. Yeah, I mean, in the grand I mean, scheme of thing, when you're looking death in the face every day, it's like, not that you want to say like, oh, let's we're gonna let this slide or anything like that, but it's like we can't really do anything about it because this is their culture and we're not. Yeah. And I know I'm being sanctimonious here. Like, I mean, I know that that I'm not right essentially, but it's like you just think like, if we're not here <laughs> to like, I, I don't know, to go hand in hand with that kind of shit, it's like. Jesus, what's a fucking point? Like, I would think it'd be corrosive to our team, you know? It it was to a lot of the dudes that... Who have been had, had, a, had a strong faith. Okay. Know, in, in the Christian faith. that was, It was hard for them to turn an eye to it, but you got higher-ups that, you know, and, and, and you tell the higher-ups, the captains and shit, and the lieutenants would say, they're, they're going to deal with it. And they, and they did. He got his ass whooped by his, his commander. Yeah. He kept doing it. You know? Really? Yeah, he just wasn't overtly like. Did you ever abusive. see someone come out of a fucking doorway like smiling and zipping up his pants or something like that? We were <laughs> no. just like, oh, you oh, fucking no. That would be no. Fucking... They tried to hide it from us because okay. they knew. Yeah, 
Because it's gross and yeah, embarrassing. Yeah, we make, yeah, we yeah. make fun of them all. Right, right. Good. Yeah. Well, yeah. I was like, can we back up to the uh, when the IED blew up and you almost thought you lost your hand? We I don't think we finished that that story. So it hit like the oh, left yeah. front and the right rear tire. Yeah. Um, it was two two different IEDs, um, two different ignition systems um, on it. Both both pressure plate, but two different charges, two different batteries. Um, I believe the left front one was 30 pounds and the back right one was 40 pounds of, of anal, which is the term <laughs> called aluminum nitrate. <laughs> so it's a fertilizer bomb, the same shit yeah, that, yeah. that Timothy McVeigh yeah. used to blow up uh, Oklahoma City. Um, and I was in the turret and I had a driver, an assistant driver in the front seats, and then one guy in the back. <clears throat> and... Uh, I just remember a bunch of ringing and dust and my hand hurting. Um, Do you hear the ignition before it pops? Like, no, you don't no. hear any sort of like, or, I no. don't know, just some no. noise. Uh, yeah. No, it's instantaneous. And it literally, it lifted up, uh, us off the ground, flew us like, I don't know, four or five feet in the air, and, and, and we landed back down. Is it fun um, for even a second? <laughs> no, it sucked, man. I still, okay. I still, I still I have figured. issues from it to today. Um I was I was kind of like a pinball up there in, in, in the turret. I was just kind of thrown all over, and I fucked up my my shoulder um, and shit like that. And um, and then of course my hand was outside the the turret, and um, you know they're hollering, "Okay, you okay?" And um, you know I said, "Yeah, I think so." And I started laughing, and that's a sign of a concussion right there. Yeah, immediately yeah. laughing. And um, laughing like I was a like, jackal I, up there, yeah. <laughs> like you know, yeah. like it really hits yeah, psychotic and like, yeah, like yeah. a motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. And and we kind of all were. Um, but I I told him I was like I don't know my fucking hand hurts and I don't know I'm just gonna one two three it guys all right one two three and I look and all my hand my my fingers I moved all my fingers it was a little beat up and a little bloody and um I was I was good to go I got checked out and um lied um. So, so I wouldn't have to leave the fight, leave the fight. But what happened is my first sergeant was on the convoy with me and we got to the base and my machine gun got fucked up. Um, my 50 cal, the headspace and timing was off. Um, so I couldn't fire it cause it could blow up in my face. Um, so I, so we got back to the base and, uh, first sergeant told me to go to the hospital and I said, uh, no, uh, no first sergeant. Um, you know, I, I clean, clean my gear. Make sure my gear's in working order, and then I make sure my body's in working order. Because without my gear, I'm nothing. Um, you know, if, if part of me's broken, I can still fight. But if, if my gear's broken, I can't fight at all. But Does I feel like bullshit to you when you say it at all? Like, I, I mean, yeah. and I'm being, like, genuine. Like, I mean, <laughs> like, it almost seems like like that becomes a culture there, yep, right? That's of like, brainwashing. Yeah, yeah. It's brainwashing. Yeah. But it, but it's, Were you it's aware of it at the time? Like, I mean... Even yeah, when you said it, it's like, oh god, I'm being fucking Clint yeah. Eastwood over here. But. <laughs> yeah, no, it was. It's the Marine Corps. But you a, have to do it. Yeah, the Marine right? Corps is a shame based society. Okay. Um. Hey, that's just like my family. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and and shame is not something's good. That's good. Guilt. Guilt is something good because that can change you. Shame changes you for for the wrong reasons. I don't know that, but I live with both of those. Every day. <laughs> like for real, I've, I've been told. Well, that's many that's, times, what, I'm that's shame what and guilt based that's, person. That's what we're taught in 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 all these PTSD treatments is okay. Is that shame is something that keeps you stuck and keeps beating you down where guilt can actually elevate you and bring you up. You can get character from guilt. I yes. think is what yeah. that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Essentially. I mean, cause that's what character is. is knowing so something. Yeah. first arm said he was going to, 
bust me down if I didn't go go to the hospital. I went to the hospital and they knew I was lying on the test and shit because it was one of the corners. What did you lie about? Like specifically like walking, um, nausea, headache. That okay. shit I told them I had none Basically of that. you had to fake the concussion test right. like yeah, an NFL player protocol. kind of yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and they, te- they they give you the same test fucking four times in an hour so you remember all the words if you're yeah. not completely fucked up right you know and i did you know i can tell you what they were today right. carpet bubble apple table those are the four things i had to they make you say those things mm-hmm. yeah in a certain order and then backwards oh, okay huh you know so i sat there just in my head saying it over and over again and that's kind of a bullshit yeah, concussion test. Yeah, right. like, but but I mean, maybe it's I mean, if may, you have your like maybe severely him, concussed. It's probably hard. Yeah, they're just going. Yeah. Hey, if he's good enough to fake it, I guess it's not that bad of a concussion. Maybe, but mm-hmm. I, don't know. I still got pulled for five days, you know, and and sat sat at the in the tent that was the hospital. Yeah, for, for five days. How do the other soldiers treat you when you're in that? Can it, like, I mean, are they aware that it's like oh, this giving, guy fought? Yeah, you know, hard not to be in this position. It's it's uh you know a lot of. Oh, did you get ice cream? Uh, you know, yeah, all that yeah. shit. Uh, oh, you got a headache, you little pussy. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. I had, I had one buddy that always tell me, oh, you got a, you got a little headache, got a little boo-boo. <laughs> you know, shit like that. And, um, you know, it's just just the typical shit that yeah. we would give each other. Right. You yeah. know. Did, did, did that carry over at all? Like, did you ever see some super macabre humor like that on the battlefield? Like, when someone's actual, actually fucking dying or something? <laughs> like, oh, you, like, I mean, for real. Like, I mean, does does it ever get that? Because it's so insane. The whole thing's fucking insanity, yeah. right? So, to me, like, when you see in movies, you see the things of, like, the person laughing and standing up and shooting, or you see the guy holding his ear holes and fucking calling for his mom. Like I get all of that. Like, I mean, I can see how, how any bit of that would happen, you know, like it all yeah. makes sense. Cause it's um, fucking crazy. I mean, more, more secondhand stories being told. Um, I guess, I guess I seen, I guess I seen one, um, dude got shot in the head and he just like dropped. We're like, oh, fuck, he's dead. It was an Afghan soldier, so it's just like, whatever, it's not one of our guys. Sure, sure. Um, but like 15 seconds later, that motherfucker stands up. <laughs> you know, he, got shot, he got shot in the dome piece, and the, the bullet fucking hit his helmet and knocked him the fuck out. But we're like, geez, man, this is, this is the fucking Muslim Jesus or something fucking right? coming back from the dead. Right. Instead of three days, it's 15 seconds. You know, he was fucked up, though. That's he said, fucking Nobody hilarious. kills Muhammad, Muhammad yeah. kills Muhammad. Yeah. Yeah. So. Holy shit. I, mean, I hope you didn't talk any shit about him after he went down. Like, ah, I never liked him anyway. Oh, shit. He's back. <laughs> no, that was, uh, that was one of the dudes that was pretty cool. I hung out with the Afghanis a lot just because they were, they're fucking clowns, man. Yeah. They're goofballs. Yeah. You know, they're, they're like the, just like your regular dudes, but they just didn't speak English and the different languages and eat pork and shit. How did he feel about like, I'm trying to figure out. Cause you know that like, they've just been at fucking perpetual war. It yeah. seems like for forever. <laughs> and it's like, are they like ultra hardened and brave or ultra sort of like dumb and numb to it? You know what I mean? Right, like, I mean, are like, they great warriors? Are yeah. they fucking? No, they, if they're, if we let them smoke their weed and smoke their hashish and their opium and shit and shoot their heroin and shit beforehand, hell yeah, they'd fight like motherfuckers. Really? But if we restricted them and told them, no, nah, motherfucker, you can't be smoking a joint and then going out on patrol. 
they, they were fucking garbage sober. Really? Yeah. For real? Yeah, yeah these motherfuckers And they'd would... shoot dope? Like, I mean, they'd fucking needle in the yeah. arm? Oh, yeah. We'd really? Fly. Yeah. There was quite a few Marines that had to get sent back because they'd get up on, on roofs in the middle of the night and get stabbed with fucking hypodermic needles that were used. No shit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That guys... is my biggest fear in the fucking, for real. Yeah. Getting yeah. stabbed with a needle scares yeah. the shit out of me yeah. for some reason. Yeah. Would you guys let them, when you realize, like, oh, they're better fucked up than they are sober, would you be like, okay, you guys can smoke and go out or no? Um, if we were running the patrols, yeah, we'd let them do whatever the right. fuck. But if yeah. it was like a lieutenant or something, or somebody, uh, some right. a professional, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no, they didn't. Yeah, they I mean, none of that shit. It's just like those guys are all like, uh, like Kurt Cobain in that way. Yeah, you know, they yeah. need they the fucking go dope to go. Yeah, 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 they're not normal people without their fucking. That's right. Dope. It's this is nah. war is my and, art, right? And, uh, yeah. yeah. So was it, how hard was it? Because we were talking earlier, like the cigarettes and booze and stuff. Was it easy to get stuff on base? Well, we were never or not on base or yeah. like would to get stuff oh, yeah, in the middle of the desert. Yeah, man. I mean, shit. I've seen a million dollars worth of fucking raw heroin that what? was just harvested. That was just harvested. <laughs> I, I burnt that shit. I threw really? it in the fucking fire and we had to burn it. How close do you stand to the fire? I stood the fuck far away. Cause, really? Yeah. I was, hell no. I don't want none of that shit. I already knew. Ooh, yeah, you dude, baby. I already knew. Fuck like, it. Yeah. I've I've never seen a million. How much is a million dollars worth of raw heroin? It was a big fucking. It was like a basketball. It was it was raw opium. It was like a basketball size. Jesus. And they, they cooked that shit down. And yeah. how like how much? So a gram ball, just to let you know, or <laughs> like, like yeah, a, like a little like little a thing. gram ball is like half a Super Bowl. I would have fucking worked my way to that basketball. Yeah. <laughs> um, God, I mean, we, me we took over one of the one of the biggest opium processors processing plants. We we told the dude, "Hey, we're, we're taking your shit. We're we're kicking you out your place. We know this is a opium processing plant. We'll let you process this last harvest, but you can't fucking live here. We're taking this shit over. You can come in and harvest your fucking heroin and cook your heroin." And we knew that he was doing it for the fucking Taliban, but you know, like, what are we, what are we going to do? He wasn't Taliban. He was just, these, these people, they didn't want us there. Right. They said, leave us the fuck alone. We don't care if the Taliban's in charge or not. More people are dying now that you're here. Yeah. You know, the Taliban, yeah, they come in and they chop some fuckers heads off. They make us grow beards. They don't let us do this, do that. The women can't go to school. Yeah. You know, Sharia law, this shit. It's um, like having Ronald Reagan in office. Yeah. That's probably how they view it, right? Yeah, like, now that yeah. we came, we turned that paradigm upside down. Right. You know, more people are dying and shit. Uh, I mean, we killed. And now fucking... Taliban is in back in charge. Yeah. And are now negotiating yep. with us. Yep. Yeah. Like they, it's they just took, fucking. They took back that city of Marja. Totally fruitless. Yeah. They took back that city of Marja that I got. I got five buddies I know that took dirt naps over there. And and the Taliban are, are back in power in that city, you know, eight eight months to a year ago. And, you know, I got I got more in common with, with a Vietnam vet than I do with Iraq vets. Oh, really? Of my own generation. Does okay. That, does that yeah. piss you off that, like, they're back in charge now after you, like, fought all that and, like, worked so hard? Or, like, was it free? gutting yeah. when you saw that? Like, yeah, was it fucking it, gutting? I, I cried, man. I yeah. cried the first time that I heard that, that Marja had fallen. Um, But, you know, now that I'm a little bit little bit older and know a little bit more and you know i got my ideas of why why i was put there not why i was personally there um you know it it, it pisses me off i mean there's there's a netflix show called war machine with brad pitt 
that is is a mockumentary about my operation, about Operation Mastrock, about how it was fucking destined to fail from the beginning. You know, like we were never meant to to fucking win. Really? At all. Why? So why do you say that? I guess or, you know. So we went in 2010. That is, it's something like 95 percent of the world's opium and heroin comes from Afghanistan. 99.5 percent of that opium and heroin that comes from Afghanistan came from that city I was in. Okay. When did the the opium epidemic uh, epidemic started in 2010, 2011? Yeah. We were there and protecting poppy fields. Right. At at some point. So was that openly like I mean would they say okay guys today's mission we you know we protect this poppy field or was it more like Hey, we're gonna secure this area, and you happen to know there's poppy fields yeah. there. But if we walked through it. those poppy fields and fucked them up, we got yelled at. We got fucked up. Like we were, we were told that we couldn't do that. That we have to pay because we fucked up their crop. Who was controlling that? Do you think, or you, you know, like, like it's, it's all who's specu- the money behind it? It's your- all speculation, and I don't want to sound like a crazy fucking no, PTSD no, no, no. war vet. So, so truly, truly, the first thing I was going to ask you, like the first question out of the gate, is I was going to ask you who did nine eleven because every soldier that I talk to, it seems like, are very given to conspiracy theory stuff. We did it, right? See, really, that's what you think? Yeah. Yep. I mean, it, it seems like it's overwhelming. What's uh? What are your? Do you have like the main reason you think, or not like the why we did it, but like the main reason you think we did it? Big pharma. You look at who was in office, or, at the, or, at the or no? But I'm even saying oh. like so like when you watch a conspiracy video, they go oh. like, oh, if you look at the video, you can see the puffs of smoke oh. before it comes down, like it was a controlled demolition. Is there a certain? <laughs> There's thing? a Building Seven tape, and I've yeah. never been. I've never I don't know. believed I've, in I've, that I've, conspiracy. I've listened to Joe Rogan and shit on his podcast a lot, and about the conspiracy theories and shit, and I've never gotten crazy into it with like Alex Jones and shit. Chemtrails yeah. make the frogs gay, stuff like that. Nah, but. The nine eleven do, shit. Though. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's yeah, it's, yeah. it's it's fishy to me. That shit's infuriating. It's yeah. fucking infuriating, man. People are fucking losing their lives. I'm losing brothers and fucking sisters to this shit in the battlefield and off the battlefield. You know, I mean, veteran yeah. suicide is a fucking Crazy. epidemic too. Crazy. You know. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was there was dudes with beards and baseball caps and had super fucking badass weapons and shit, and they're with us, and we're walking through a field in one second. They're not. Who the fuck are those dudes? Kind of a similar story. I was on a on a mounted patrol and some dude came out and kind of he 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 fit the part. He was in the man jams, which is what we call what they wear. It's kind of like pajamas and it's supposed to keep them warm and or like uh, onesie. cool and shit. Yeah. Kind of like a onesie. Oh, was um <laughs> and, and kind of like knee length. <laughs> okay. Um so they can just squat and shit and wash their their balls and asshole when they go to prayer and stuff. And yeah. um but uh he he looked a little bit out of place, um, and I said something to him in English, and he kind of looked at me and smirked, and uh, I told my buddy, and I was like, yo, I think that dude's CIA. I was like, yo, CIA guy, and he just kind of looks up at me, and he, like, shakes his head, and, you know, that, that yeah. was all he really needed to say. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I was like, all right, this fucking, like, we'd, we'd been in that, we had special forces, and we had SEALs and, and SAS go in, commandos, and 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 do do snatch and grabs and, and grab high value targets and shit before we went in there. I mean, we saw their graffiti and shit. We took over a, a, a old schoolhouse that was bombed out that the Taliban was using as a as a um operating base and we went in there and 
um, it's tagged up, uh, you know, some shit like her Royal Majesty's SAS was here, you know, their, their name and shit and the kill list and shit that they were there. And there was Taliban graffiti as well. And is that uh, what people, so, so that's what people would do or that's what our you're forces saying, like, would do? You're saying like our, like, so if SAS is British, like, right? SAS is British, yeah. 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 So yeah. they would, they would go in and like, we were here to like yeah. send a message. To yeah. The it's kind of like, Taliban. it's kind of like that Kilroy shit. You know, from from uh, yeah. World War Two, Kilroy was here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. They, we tagged it. We tagged okay. it everywhere. You know, I mean, would I, you I do mean, that? What was your yeah, tag? Yeah, I tagged um, at that schoolhouse. I specifically above. I got a picture of it. Of uh, I scratched into the wall. My my buddy had just lost his leg, and I said, uh, I, I scratched on the wall. Um, we will get your leg back. Don't you fucking worry about it. <laughs> and, 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 all, and, and all our, all our names. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah. That's really funny. Uh, that's <laughs> We're going to yeah. get your leg back. Uh, did you have, was that a, like, at different points in the war, do you have shit like that that's like a rallying cry to sort of, like, keep everyone in the fight to laugh and to fucking, you know, to, like, loosen shit up, I guess? Like, do you feel that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we do. Um, it would be specifically when dudes got fucked up and then they come back. Okay. You know, we had, we had some dudes that would, that, that were in some hairy ass situations and we thought were bad, but they ended up making it through it and, 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 and coming back later. Yeah. Um, what's the worst injury you saw that someone came back from besides the guy getting shot in the head? Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I saw, hmm. Some my staff starting to get shot. Well, I didn't see it. Um, I picked him up. He got shot in the arm. And he gets in my truck, and we were like, oh, you know, Staff Sergeant got shot in the arm. We got to go pick him up. Like, all right. He gets in my truck, and I go, yo, Staff Sergeant, I thought you got fucking shot. What the fuck? And he's got a big gouge out of his arm. And and this the, the AK round hit, and it took, like, a big chunk, and you could see the bone and shit. And um, he's like, yeah, we're just going back and get it fucking stitched up real quick, because I got motherfuckers to bury. And, um, I'm just like, what the fuck? And he, I look at it and you can see the bone and he's moving it and shit. And, um, he, uh, he literally went and got it stitched up and got some, uh, <laughs> got some, uh, uh, penicillin and, and sent back. Cause he had, he had Marines, he was a platoon sergeant. He had Marines lead. I mean, this is the same guy that I was at, at dental with before we went to, to Afghanistan. And he was sitting there for, I don't know, an hour or so and hadn't been seen. And he said, you know what, I'm going to, he got up and started yelling at, at the, the, the Navy sailors, um, running dental and was like, I'm about to knock out my own fucking teeth. So you can just give me fake ones. So I never got to be back here because I got Marines. I need to train. We're doing, we're doing Marine Corps martial arts. You know, he was just a gung ho motherfucker. Yeah. He was, he was insane. Um, what is the, is that the most injured you've seen someone fight? Like during the fight, yeah. Because I mean, that's most that of is, it. Most yeah. of it was IEDs, and it was like they're missing fucking legs. Yeah. They're they're fucked up. They're peppered. Um, What's peppered? Peppered with shrapnel. Okay, I mean, yeah. um, so a lot of the times, you know, when when they got hit, their their weapons were inoperable after the fact. Yeah, yeah. Um, taking all that shrapnel and shit. Um. What was your, you know, did you think of, you know, it'd be impossible to not think of dying when you're there, I, I, unless you just do it because that's how you get through, yeah, I guess. But, that's kind of why you got into it. But I'm I'm someone who's neurotic and I would think of every fucking possibility, like, well, I could die this way and this is one. And then I'd be like, and then I would create the way I most don't want to die. 
because I do that virtually anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Like I kind of have like, I really don't want to die in a car accident. Yeah. I really like, yeah. I don't want to freeze to death, obviously. No, no drowning, no burning. I get yeah. through my whole life without a plane crash. Sure. I'm yeah. fucking happy, yeah. you know? <laughs> and and I guess, so yeah, I, I guess, did you have that over there where you're like, just don't let a fucking IED take me out. Let it be a... No, like, before we even invaded the city, like, I remember sitting sitting around talking to dudes that, that were, you know, I was with in, in the Marines, and we're like, we came to PAX, like, if you come up on me and I'm fucked up, like, you kill me, Ghost me. before yeah. anybody can get to me. And my thing was, if I lose a hand or an arm, like, fucking kill me, man. I, yeah. love, I love playing video games. <laughs> I, uh, can't you take know? that from you. Yeah. You know, I mean, I do some of the best work with my fingers. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it kill me. You yeah. Know, with legs, I don't give a fuck. Said, take both a, my legs. I really? Toe? Yeah, whatever. Fucking you know, gone. like, you can, they make prosthetics for that shit, but no, I, you know, they make, I, mean, I mean, they make prosthetics. If you lose your hand. <laughs> yeah, but I, yeah, you know, <laughs> we'll I, I was thinking at the, at the time, you know, I ain't going to be able to touch my, my first child, hold my first child if I have fucking two, it's going to be two, two claws. Carrying right. my kid, I, I want, I want that, that fatherly he embrace. He gets uh, prosthetic cradles put on. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a baby Bjorn. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> was it, this might be a dumb question, but like I feel like when you grew, like growing up, you learn about other past wars, and you get like the Battle of like the Bulge and stuff. Yeah. Like, are there like specific battles that like go on, or is it all just kind of we're maneuvering here, protecting this checkpoint, and then maybe like take conflict Gentlemen, action? Like, did you ever get called gentleman by like a general who's walking going, gentlemen, right, today I, is the day that we go in. To, yeah, like you know. I can't like I can't promise you all a ride home, but I, oh, yeah. you're gonna serve your country today. Yeah, we we got all those all those speeches. Um I don't know who the fuck it was, but um there was there's a really famous one on YouTube from a gunny in uh one six Bravo Company, I believe. Um, and he talks about John Glenn, who was an astronaut yeah. and, and, and a Marine, a combat vet and shit and talks about him. And I mean, I didn't, I didn't have none of that gung ho shit. It was more of, you know, we're, I'm, I'm going to try to get all you back home, but it, it's, it's probably not going to happen. We're going to lose men and we just, we just got to keep fighting. Do you ever feel like you inspired your, your, whatever, your guys? Well, so I had one go down for hypothermia, one shoot himself in the foot. One of the replacements lost his leg, and then one of them I wouldn't let out the wire because he kept on fall, falling asleep on post and shit. Um, so it was me and my squad leader. We we ran every patrol we fucking could. It yeah. was, I fed off him, and he fed off me. We were just fucking go, 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 go. I didn't want to fucking sit. I didn't want to sit post. I wanted to be out there fucking shit up because, I mean, uh, February 21st um, of 2010, um, I'm sitting on a roof and, uh, some shit went down. We dropped some high Mars, um, what what are, yeah. our, uh, missiles. Okay. Um, it was a crazy fucking huge firefight. One of the first days we we're in the city. And, uh, I remember sitting on the roof with my buddy and they called in a medevac and said that they just loaded an angel onto the helicopter. And, um, I heard what's called the zap code, which, um, zap code is mine would be um, so is the company I was in is the first letter of my last name and is the last four of my social. That's how they, because they don't want to say your full name over the net. Yeah. Yeah. So if somebody like me hears it, I'm not going to fucking freak out because I don't know who it is. Right. But I heard, and I'm, I'm on the, I'm on the roof listening to the radio and that shit pops up and I hear, and I'm like, fuck, it's, 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 that's my roommate. That's 
And about two hours later, you know, I said, who, who the fuck got killed? And my buddy said, yeah, yeah, it was your roommate. And, and was the, was the fighting still going on? Do you drop to your knee? Like, I mean, where, I, I wasn't where involved were in at it. that point. Okay. No, nah, they, they second platoon was in a fucking battle, man. Okay. They were in a fucking fight. Man, it was one of the most intense, crazy fucking fortified positions that they were against. We believe it was a Chechenian sniper that was taking pop shots at people while they were masking it with machine gun fire. So he'd fire when the machine right. gun was firing. So yeah. he was masked, so we didn't know where the fuck he was coming from. And he got bogged down in the mud and was told to do something, which is called run the rabbit, which is you draw fire. And he's fucking just turned... 19 years old three days before that was the last time i seen him was on his birthday before we pushed in the city i i gave him a hug and told him i love you brother and i'll see you on the other side and keep your head down and i never i never saw him again but i'm glad i i got to hug him and tell him i loved him and and wished him a happy birthday you know um but they were they were in a fucking hell of a fight man that was i i wasn't a part of it but i could see it and i could fucking hear it and it was probably one of the most craziest fucking things I've ever seen. And it was, it was climactic, but you know, I, I had to see that, that Blackhawk helicopter come in and put somebody in a body bag yeah. on the helicopter, not knowing at the time that it was my, my roommate. And then they dropped fucking two HIMARS on that building and leveled that fucking building. So I, I assume we got them, but, right. but who fucking knows? These guys were professionals. These weren't fucking Taliban. These, these were, these were dudes that, that, that came from other countries to come fuck up the like, like yeah. merc mercenary type guys yeah yeah that were radicals and 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 wanted to rid you know the land of the infidel did you um when that happens i guess and you go through that how does that change how you fight after that like i mean do you get to another level of numb even at that it point or are you already it don't change you for the good you yeah don't, that's what I'm you don't about. you lose your humanity I lost my humanity after that for sure. How oh, so? We all did. Like, I mean, you know, how did it any any little fucking tiny bit, any pushback from any of the civilians, whether I fucking knew they were good or bad, they were getting fucked up. I'd yeah. go into a house and they'd fucking get in my way. I I remember picking up like a fucking sixty-seven year old dude, picking him up over my shoulder, dropping him on his fucking head, and he stood up and his fucking arm looked like a wave. I no. compound fractured his fucking arm. Oh. Uh, go in. First thing I'd do, I had a machine gun, so I'd go in, kick the door. I got my pistol with me or my M16, depending on who had the gun or not, and I'd kill every fucking animal in that place. Every dog, every fucking goat, every sheep. I did not give a fuck. None of us did. And that's their food. That's their whatever, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, and I mean, and I get that. I'm not, yeah. Yeah, and, it, and, 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 and looking back now, I'm like, you know, that's, that's fucked because they... They just wanted to be left the fuck alone. If we weren't there, they would have been fine. You know, let the Taliban do what the fuck they wanted. We, we had no fight in that. How long did it take you to feel um, what I guess I'm hearing sounds like regret? But I mean, you know, do you call it that? I don't. I try to, I try to live my life without regrets. I, I'm ashamed of what I did, but I wouldn't change what I did because it's made me the person I am today. And I don't, I don't think I'm a bad person. I've done some fucking bad things, but I don't, I don't think deep down I'm, I'm a, I'm a bad person. Yeah. I'll say when you're put in that environment, like 90% of the people that are in that situation are most likely going to do something that they're ashamed of. Or yeah. That, like is a bad war thing. Is, it's like it's the, the war is losing humanity. Yeah. War is the worst fucking thing you can ever do to a human being. But you know, I, 
I can honestly say I never abused a woman or a child or any person. You never that, shot that kids just because you know I know they sent you a have lot a child the child warfare. Yeah, yeah. I I, I never did. personally did. No, yeah. I've, I've seen it happen. I've took part in shooting at them, but I don't think I ever dropped one. No. What, what that? What's that feeling like when you know? Like even if you don't hit one or kill one, where you're like knowing, been drunk. I have to. Right? Yeah, I have to shoot at this kid that most likely doesn't know any better. I don't know. I I kind of. I kept I kept my humanity the most part, um, and a lot of people didn't. And they just, it was like the Wild West to them. To me, I always, I always dialed it back. Um, I would purposely miss, but fire because I didn't want to look, be looked down upon. Mm-hmm. Um, I brutalized some You're people. Ans- answering every question that I'm about to ask. Wow. This is great. Yeah, yeah. Do you like, see, like, are you talking about like, Let's say a kid is shooting exactly. at you, you shoot over and his you're head. like, you know what, I'm going to shoot over his head because I don't want to kill this kid. I never, I never seen a kid shoot at me. Okay. Um, I, I've, I've, I've seen, I took out a dude. We didn't know his kid was there. He was teaching his kid how to, to fight. And my, my buddy took out the kid before I could have. Otherwise, I'm sure I would have. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's me or him. And, yeah. You know, um. I'm not going to let him live to see another day to, to take another one of my buddies. Right. You know, um, but the, the, the child fighting wasn't really something I really had to deal with. I mean, I saw a lot of pictures, like we'd go into houses and shit and there'd be, you know, pictures of them with, with, with all their weapons and be little kids and shit. So I assume, so I mean, I don't, I don't know. I, I only personally saw, you know, uh, three, maybe four people I killed personally. Okay. Then um, that was gonna be my next yeah, question. Yeah, I was the first one. Yeah, the do, like, do you remember the first one? Was there like a profound moment? I remember the first one I shot at, um, because it was the one I got investigated for a war crime. Um, I I missed, and purposefully. Your first shot was <laughs> was investigated as a yeah, war crime. Yeah. What? How? What's the scenario? Yeah. I'm sorry. It's just you know, uh, we're we were posted up. I had just gone into this house and searched all these individuals and searched all the house, and there was a super old dude, the fucking beard twice as long as mine, fucking down to his belly button and white, and he was fucking goofy and was chained to the wall. And I didn't realize at the time, but they chain the mentally handicapped and like the old people that have fucking dementia because they're fucking crazy and they yeah. pop off and do weird shit. Yeah. Dude, they chain them like fucking animals, man. He's just talking shit, man. He's got Alzheimer's. <laughs> just leave him alone. <laughs> yeah. So I'd search this dude and uh, we left the building and we're posted up outside and we had gotten uh, radio chatter from uh, our interpreter because uh, they use an unencrypted. Uh, like Motorola handhelds, mm-hmm. and we got an interpreter that's always listening. And he said that the Taliban who, commander said, "Bring you know, bring out the suicide vest. You know, we're, we're gonna go fucking see their seventy. We're gonna go see seventy two virgins or whatever." And um, so we just got this intel. So we're all shit in our fucking pants. You know, like fuck, man. Like these fucking people are all around us, and you know. So we set up a cordon and shit. And this old dude comes comes walking out and he's got a cane and it's the dude I like 20 minutes before it just fucking was chained to the wall yeah, yeah. And he's out and it's like fuck you know like he probably broke free because he was scared shitless because there's a bunch of shit going on and 
he comes walking out and I tell him Wadrega, 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 which is Pashtun for stop, stop, stop. Um, and then Willarse, which I believe is sit down or hands up or something, and, and he didn't do it. And um I fired fired a shot over his head and, and, and missed on purpose, and I wasn't supposed to because our ROE's rules of engagement were right. shout, shoot. shove, shove, shoot. And I shouted, I showed him my weapon. He didn't get close enough to, for me to shove him, and then I shot. Um, but I missed, and um, another dude pulled up and 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 shot him, and he fell, and he, he rolled over, and a bunch of fucking blood coming out of his nose and um, mouth, and um, Corman ran over, and he's dead. And where was didn't, he hit? Uh, in the chest. He had a sucking chest wound. Um, I remember hearing the. Him drowning on his blood, pretty much. <sighs> oh. Um, and, uh. Is that the worst injury, do you think? A sucking chest wound? Yeah, as far as, you know, like, gunshot. Yeah, like, way to die? Uh. I mean, or if you're, shot. no. Gut shot, yeah. I always thought up the ass for some reason just seems particularly bad. <laughs> I, I would assume so. Yeah. I mean. And I can take it, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know what the, uh, probably a gut shot. Yeah, bleeding out. So why why were you investigated for a war crime on that one if you shot and because I because you missed on purpose because I shot and missed and they had to call Jag because he was a this first civilian that that we killed. Um, and my buddy was the but my buddy that killed him was investigated, but everybody thought I killed him because I shot first. Mm. Um, so all the Afghans were like, "Oh, you no good, you no good." Um, you know, and I was like, what they the said fuck? that to you. Yeah. I was like, yeah, fuck you, man. I like, I didn't fucking kill him, dude. Like, fuck right. you guys. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they wouldn't smoke weed with me for a while after that. So I got pissed. And I was like, really? yo, yo, motherfuckers. I didn't fuck kill that dude. Fucking so-and-so did. You know, oh, that like, and, 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 and then yeah. it, and it came out, they're like, oh, him, no good. Him, no good. Right. And they, good they really didn't like him because he was African-American. Oh, okay. You know, oh, are they racist? Keep, Fuck yeah. They thought, they thought America was the fucking biggest joke because we had a black man as the president. They made fun of us so fucking much. Really? Yeah. So fucking I was, fucking I was much. riding in a cab once with a Somali guy, and a fucking black guy comes sauntering out. You know, they take a long time to cross the street. <laughs> and, and, and the Somali guy goes, uh, he goes, you know, get it away, you fuck. And then N-word or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, hey, man, I hate to fucking break it to you. But a lot of the people here view you as a, you know, just because, right. like, he looked back at me you're like, not this fucking... small, and you're not allowed to talk shit. In right. This, so yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Talking shit it was, about like, you. he looks at me like, eh, this fucking, you, you know. back me up? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, no, man. Yeah. <laughs> Dave's honorary. Little yeah, know. exactly. No, that insulted me. <laughs> yeah, man, the, the racism was, was real, man. They did not, like... Like, they, they thought America was fucking weak because we had a black man as a president. And, you know, I, I mean, they, they didn't, they're fucking ignorant, man. You know, like, they don't know any better and it's not their fault. It's their culture yeah. and it's their, you know, I hate, I don't, I don't want to fucking be targeted, but it's, it's, it's the religion keeps them fucking stupid sometimes. Well, I mean, I mm -hmm. think it's, I think all religions was do it. The, uh, was it the first uh, special ops podcast or whatever? The guy where he said, it's like, it's like trying to teach an ant colony democracy oh, or yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that. You yeah. know, it's just like, yeah, they're, they're not, tribal, man. They've it's never tribal, right? I, I yeah. got much respect for them, but they're they're fucking ass backwards, right? And most of the time. And so you've talked now a couple times about like missing on purpose, but you were I feel like you were very gung ho to get into it. So what kind of changed your mind? Were you like you were you scared to 
kill somebody that made you miss on purpose or was it just like like what made you hesitant just like your moral judgment yeah. at the time sort of yeah some people would get shit would go down somebody get fucked up or killed um and they just start fragging everybody yeah you know and <sighs> were drop I, weapons as prevalent as what it sounds like were what drop weapons or whatever where like people carried with weapons so that if you frag someone who was oh, yeah. a civilian like oh, yeah. you drop the weapon yeah around. i never personally practiced that but okay. i know people that did i never i never had it i never came across a situation that i needed needed to yeah um but but i mean there were guys so that that's one thing i've seen from a lot of this and it sounds oh, yeah. like from vietnam through afghanistan I, that um the the podcast we had before he just kept kind of mentioning like threatening what they do to people who are out there and i was just like god he brings that up a lot and it kind of dawned on me later it's like oh because it's the kind of the wild west out there and you yeah. like it's realistic that you might kill your co or whatever if it's yeah the right scenario i mean did you ever hear that happening not fragging each other it was more of the afghans like we had for lack of a better term a mexican standoff with them like they grabbed their fucking weapons and we grabbed theirs and we were fucking posted up with frag grenades with the pins pulled out ready to fucking kill all those motherfuckers because they got fucking wily man i don't know what the fuck happened to them but they got they didn't want to fucking fight anymore and we told them no motherfuckers you're gonna fight and they said no we're not and they grabbed all their fucking weapons and fucking stirred us down and we got them into our room and we're about to fucking frag them all and they finally put their weapons down what was the situation? Or like, you know, I don't you have know, no man. idea I, why. I was, like, yeah. truly, I was just... fucking sleeping, man. And uh -huh. I heard a bunch of shit. Marines got into it. Weapons started getting fucking drawn. I think it was... I honestly think I was sleeping and I, I woke up to one shot being fired. I think some stupid fucking ANA guy doesn't know how to operate a, a an open bolt weapon. He had a two forty nine saw um, and he was he, he doesn't know how to, they don't know how to fucking use their weapons um their weapon handling skills are fucking like you, you right. give a fucking three-year-old uh, a machine gun he's probably going to treat it better than a fucking afghani would and he shot and he negligently just discharged he had an nd negligent discharge and shot around right above somebody's fucking head into the wall sure and so almost killed him he got up right. and got fucking pissed yeah and dude got pissed again and was like, oh, this motherfucker's coming after me. It was an accident. I mean, I almost just killed him. It's, I'm sorry, you know? Yeah, and yeah. The Marine was like, oh, fuck no, you know? It's the stress and shit. And of course. Yoked oh. him up. And then one thing led to another. And then these motherfuckers grabbed their shit. And I'm sitting there with, with a fucking, uh, like like a huge-ass revolver, but it's got fucking grenades in it. A, a, a Mark, I think this is called a Mark 32. Yeah, Mark 32. So, and then you have to run, I, I, so that's something like, I'm not a joiner, right? Like, like I'm not a big joiner. I don't right. like I'm not going to beat up somebody because my friend said and he that, doesn't that like would me. piss me off so fucking bad that like if one of my guys did something so fucking stupid and now we're in a life-threatening situation because of, you know, yeah. knucklehead shit, I guess. Yeah, did that would, ever you, bother you? No. Cause, no. Because if you have that, you're never going to survive a day in the Marine Corps. Right. <laughs> you fucking. Precisely. I just feel like, yeah, yeah, I need to make it about yeah. me. No, this isn't the fucking. You, you have to secretively take the moral high road like, like, like I did a little bit. Yeah. You know, there, there was instances where people were wiling out, fucking shooting at anything that moved. Not me. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but, did... but, but I. I got it out in a physical manner. I got it out with my two two fucking hands. You know, okay. I, I put hands on on those people. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I didn't kill them, which I don't know what's worse. 
killing them probably would have been fucking better, you know, because I maimed these people. Okay. You know, for life in their hands. So who, I guess, who are these people then? That, that old dude was, is, okay. is a, oh, is a yeah, prime yeah. example. Yeah. Um, some prisoners that we let go. Um, How did that happen? Or like, yeah, what my, happened? My buddy had just gotten killed and um, they brought these, a police officer from Lashkarga, who was a heroin addict, um, a 14-year-old kid and his dad that, the Taliban had come in their house and said, we're going to kill you or you're going to let us fight the Marines from this house. And my buddy got, got killed and I was on the radio, um, calling up his, his, his medevac bird. And, um, I called in the, the nine or I helped call in the nine line. So I was on radio watch and then, uh, they called in UAVs and shit. Um, and I watched the UAVs come in the live feed and shit. And then, um, he got lifted off and they just kept saying um something about his blood pressure so he he had he had blood pressure his he was good um but then we brought these prisoners back and we knew i knew that that had gotten fucked up um what what um and i'm sorry if it's all right to ask but um but what happened to him specifically like what was the scenario were you there no okay no um that was a third squad out um I'm not sure because I never asked because it was right. it was so painful for all my buddies. But he did not go quick. He did not go right silently. Uh, I'm sure there was a lot of mamas help me. Yeah, you know stuff like that. He got he got hit by by PKM in the stomach. Took took three rounds I think to the stomach. I I don't know. We're, we're, none a, of us really know. What's it? What is a PKM? PKM is a a fully automatic Chinese made uh, machine gun. It's a seven seven six two round. Okay. Um, so it's kind of like taking a 308 round to the stomach. Yeah. He took three of them, um, I, I think, and he was stranded um, out in the open field. And, um, you know, I, I could hear on the radio um, my uh, my buddy screaming in the background while they're trying to call in a medevac, um, just fucking screaming, we got to go get him, we got to go get him. And I'm, I'm on the fucking radio listening to that. And I'm not out there. Um, and, and I have the biggest gun on the battlefield. That's that shoulder fired besides a, a SMA. I have the fucking 240, and and I I established that base of fire um, to to keep the enemy's heads down so we can maneuver on right. them and 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 destroy them. And I wasn't there; they didn't have anything, you know, of 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 that caliber. And I really thought that if I could be there, that right. shit would have been a little different. We would have been able to get to him, and he at least would have died amongst brothers rather than rather than by himself like he did. Um, and the last time I heard, he, he was put on the bird and he was good. And for the life of me, I can't remember. The, they kept on saying something about his, his blood pressure. Um, and I, I probably blocked it out um, just because it was something that stuck with me for so long, what they said about it, and it didn't make any sense. And they finally told me um, when I was in, in PTSD treatment what it was. And it just kind of like shook me to my core. And I think I blocked it out and I can't. I can't pull it back up, but they put him on the bird and I, the last thing I had heard that he was, he was good. Like he was alive. We didn't, none of us really know how, how bad it was. Um, and they brought these, these prisoners back to us and it was a 14 year old kid, his dad. And then, um, that Lashkar got policeman that was addicted to heroin. Um, and, and they told us that the Taliban came in and said, we're going to fight the Marines from here and there's nothing you can do about it. We'll, we'll, we'll fucking kill you. So, you know, he straight up said, you know, like, 
what what am I to do? You know, and now looking back, it's like, yeah, what the fuck is he going to do? Mm-hmm. You know, um, but we, they took him as prisoners because they found rifle casings and shit and, and on top of his roof and, and stuff like that. And he straight up said, he's like, yeah, these, they, they, they came in and, and did this and this. And so we took him in for questioning and they sat with us for three days and I was, they told me you're on, you're on detainee watch. And I remember sitting there with the detainees. Did they know that you, like, your relationship with that guy and everything? Like, I mean, did they know that you were really rattled at that point? I wasn't rattled because I didn't know he's dead yet. Okay. I was But, sick. I mean, you had to, but it's your buddy. Like, yeah. you know, the rage, I'm sure, is that teeth-gritting fucking... Yeah, it was more of... I would never thought that anything would ever happen to his Like, he was the coolest, fucking chillest fucking dude ever, like... The shittiest fucking situations and he's gonna find the silver lining yeah he's yeah gonna, he's gonna make you fucking laugh mm-hmm. and i've never actually seen that dude in anguish except once and it was like the fucking most hilarious thing ever like he mm-hmm. just hated his life and it was like this dude finally fucking hates the marine corps and hates his life right. and hates this part of his life that i can finally <laughs> laugh about it mm-hmm. because it's truly that bad then if this dude fucking hates right um so they brought these detainees and said you're on watch and so I'm sitting there watching them, and um, my buddy Rodriguez comes in, and he's fucking crying, and he said, he's an angel, and I looked at him, and he grabbed my pistol, and he racked around, and he put it to those dudes' heads, and he said, are we going to fucking do it? And I told him, yeah, let's fucking do it, and then the lieutenant came walking in. Um and he didn't see it and we put it away um but i fucked with him man i fucked with him i had a highlighter in my pocket for some reason and when you blindfold somebody in a a nine millimeter beretta muzzle feels exactly the same as a as a highlighter pocket i learned or as a highlighter tip you know how it's it's got like a nipple on it yeah yeah feels just it's the same diameter as a nine millimeter Ah. and it it feels just like it and that's why i'd blindfold him and then I learned this trick from other Marines that I did terrorized yeah. um, detainees. Um, and so I'd blindfold them and I'd take out my, uh, my magazine out of my, my Beretta and rack the round out. And they think I was chambering around. And then I'd put the highlighter to their head and I put the gun right next to their ear and dry fire it right next to their ear with the, that highlighter to their head. I'm doing this to a fucking 14-year-old kid. Yeah. And he's shitting and pissing his pants. And then I I didn't. Literally? literally, Yeah, literally. And I didn't. You know, I I had known that they probably, they were just put between a rock and a hard place and had done what they did for survival. Yeah. You know, they didn't didn't do anything fucking wrong, man. So did you. you Yeah. That's that's really what you were doing too. But did, did you... When when you do that, and when you dry fire, and you'd see that reaction, did you have any? Did that sober you up to it, or sate your appetite for fucking you know revenge, or you know because really you're just you're trying to make them feel fear, yeah. And clearly you did, mm-hmm. you know. And really in that environment, that's pretty fucking humane. I hate to say it, as fucked up as that is, you know. Yeah, it's just yeah, just the fact that you get to the point of where you like you didn't kill them just right then and there is like a huge thing because yeah. you hear most of the stories go completely over the top and then now you're the humane thing probably mm. would have been to kill him 
No, I don't know. I don't I mean, think so. I guess, yeah, no. maybe in a way, because when you terrorize somebody, but I mean, at least they get to live. At least to, he gets to live. Yeah, fight another day. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't uh you didn't try to rape them and you know, <laughs> you know and yeah. for that I salute you. Yeah. <laughs> they should erect a wall for everyone. <laughs> yeah, and you know, we let him go after seventy two hours because we knew that Did you get his email address? Often. No. <laughs> uh-uh. No, they moved. They yeah. left immediately. They Probably a wise a thing for yeah, yeah for them to doubt him. Yeah, yeah well because because the Taliban would yeah, fucking kill, them. kill him. Yeah. 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 Did, My did, were you aware at the time? I guess so. Uh, our our first special ops episode again. I oh, just these stories are so fucking boring. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, did you ever? Were you sobered enough in the time of this fucking mania or whatever to go like, boy, are we fucking making a lot of terrorists? You know what I mean? Because it's like, like now, like now. Like you guys did kind of wipe out the Taliban there at the time, right? And they then, just went underground. Right. Uh, but you killed enough of their leadership and whatever that they had to disperse and go underground. Yeah. And then they came back and you have to think, because this is years later now. Yeah. You have to think that's a lot of those, you know, the 14 year old kids and those things like that are the guys who yeah, are now part shit. of it. They're yeah. Yeah. Shit now. And I mean, yep. I don't know, is that something? Because the first guy told us that he was like running two years after and it just, that hit him on the side of the road, yeah. like just like dropped him. You know, were you, did you have an experience like that? Or just hit me like a ton of bricks? Or just, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess it didn't a, have to hit you like a ton of bricks, yeah, but like, were you just aware of the cost of all this? That, that we probably did more bad than good? I'm not even saying that. I'm just saying like... The, <sighs> The reality of war is that if you're there killing people, you're probably not winning hearts and minds. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's, it's like a, it's war now to me is just fucking utterly absurd. Yep. Like, it's just truly absurd. Like, if you think that that's the fucking solution, like, yeah, I'm not saying there's never a call for it, but boy, it better be fucking. Yeah, right. And, and, and I hate, hate, like now after talking to you guys and like, witnessing when, when i think of any dumb fuck i hear on a bar stool going like what we ought to do is go over there and fucking bomb the fuck out of you know yeah. Lot out of it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and and it's just like it's like like just so you know dumb fuck like you, you're doing that to our guys exactly <laughs> yeah. the same you know there's yeah. no fucking nobody gets out of this clean and i don't know it's just like t i hate guy like whether you like Trump or not or whatever, I hate any dude who's never been in the military yeah. who talks shit like as if yeah. he's somehow a part of it. Yeah, it's you like know what I mean? It's like the armchair yeah. quarterback yeah. watching sports or something. Or, Keyboard like, warrior. Yeah, or like yeah. acting like a tough guy in any yeah. fucking way, shape, and form. It's just... The That's the hardest thing, man. Yeah. Is, is to know that I fought for motherfuckers to talk shit and to be racist fucking fools. Yeah. About... Anything and everything, you know, like I got five buddies that took dirt naps and I got six or seven buddies that took their lives after the fact and their legacy is left behind that this country is racially divided, that we get more pissed off about people, people taking a knee at, 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 at an NFL fucking game than, than we do about, you know, the, the systemic racism and the shit going down in Chicago. Yeah. You know, like I, I come home to now a country divided where I'm in you know, the, the best fighting force in, in the, in the world. And we're all united. We, 
we you know there's a common saying you know we're all green but but we all bleed red yeah you know they're they're that shit it don't matter you know right and then you come back home and you're out and you see all this bullshit you go to college and and you see all this shit and that's that's the hardest pill to swallow that like what the fuck what the fuck is all this for Mm -hmm. you know we just had a conversation before we got here and it was uh, a show called the 2000s and they're talking about you know 9-11 and i looked at it and uh, i watched the towers fall on the tv again and i just kind of sat there and was just like man you know like this was the last time america was fucking united man was was when three thousand plus new york people in new york were fucking killed mm-hmm. like this shit probably needs to happen once a decade so we can all put our fucking bullshit aside and unite as a fucking country to a common cause, whether it's good or bad, at least we're fucking united as a country. Yeah, uh, that's uh, my hope with the Trump um, regime and whatever and all this shit is that- <laughs> Another 9 is that, is that, no, 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 <laughs> no, I don't hope for that. But is that like, like I hate watching politicians, I don't give a shit what side, Republican, Democrat, I hate the fucking jingle, like where you just try to tow your party line, uh-huh. like there's no accountability, you'll fuck, oh no, no, no. Oh, well, what about, you know, what about what they do? It's like right. shit that if your kid said it, you'd be like, quit fucking. Yeah, yeah you it's know, all like, stuff that's like, something happens. Like you mentioned like the kneeling in an NFL game where it's like stuff gets, like, like they kneel at an NFL game. Like, so we want. To, it gets conflated. Yeah, it's like, oh, well, now the president her. turns it into like, hey, yeah. well, this is the anti this or that. And it's like, well, we're trying to draw attention to one issue, but now you manipulate it to be yeah. something completely and, yeah. and that, separate that's more shit. people. Yeah, it's the like, media. Yeah, that's kind of my hope is that it's just, Maybe this will make a whole generation of politicians start standing up where it's a sort of cut the bullshit or like have some honor again and have yeah, some, have uh, some fucking you know, I, I mean, I know it's not likely, but was there ever a time you saw someone lose their humanity? Like whether it was someone on our own side or whatever, where it was just like, Jesus, this is testing me just to even be around this or I, you know. Did you I, ever I feel never... in jeopardy? because of how other people were acting oh yeah definitely yeah Yeah, definitely and i've gone through those scenarios hundreds of times and yeah i'd I'd do it differently really i'd throw my humanity to the wind fuck it 100 percent. you you would what i would i would be a fucking absolute war criminal if i could go back why is that because it was all for nothing now I'd, yeah, I'd but well, be a you war get joy out of the out of killing those people, or or whatever it was. I'd probably get more closure. I guess I don't. I don't know. Um, or do you think you just fucking hate yourself and you're just trying to say that to because you like to you give yourself a nice fuck? Yeah. No, no, I'm not no, saying tough guy. No. I'm saying that's take it from a from a self a shame and guilt guy. Yeah. Like that's what you say because you want to you hate yourself. Shame has a very very big part of my life since I was a kid and the self-fulfilling prophecy that my dad has always told me that I'm a piece of shit and I will die in prison is always in the back of my mind. So therefore I try to act upon it subconsciously and I really, really have to work hard not to make that prophecy come true, even though it's kind of self-fulfilling because it's your default. Yeah, but yeah, it's just, it's just your default. It's, I mean, it's something a, I was told, and were, I get in the Marine Corps. Taught. 
How yeah. to be that? I way. lived in a shame-based household. Mm-hmm. My dad shamed the fuck out of me. Yeah, told me I was the biggest fucking pieces piece of shit that I would amount to nothing. That I'm not his son. That I'm the milkman's son. Um, and I joined the Marine Corps, and I'm told the same fucking thing. Right. I would have been way better if I was if my mom would have swallowed me. Yeah. Maybe. Huh. I've I've always thought this. So my dad is sort of impl- he's implied those things. <laughs> Never said it. And it was like, you know, you'll never amount to anything and, you know, whatever. And it's like, you're the one teaching me. Yeah. Like, that should be a fucking yeah. indictment you're, on yeah. him, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. like, it'd be like, you're a shitty fucking teacher. I shouldn't be embarrassed. I'm learning from you. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Fucking asshole. And by, by the way, I love my dad. And I'm, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm hugely <laughs> exaggerating. Hugely. I had a, my dad coached my little league team right. and my <laughs> hockey team. It was an idyllic fucking life. <laughs> Except, but, I, but he was very successful and I'm not. So I create a fucking, <laughs> you know, thing. So yeah. So this is all a lie. 1,000% bullshit. <laughs> I mean, not, it's not, not in my head, but it is. I mean, it's complicated. I I guess, I guess I had a great dad. (laughs) I guess back to it, there's now looking back, you know, knowing nine years later, the outcome of it. I mean, I go back and forth, man. I, I, I don't think I did anything that I need to question myself about. But there's things I need to question myself about that I could have done differently that I think could have saved some lives. But again, that's the butterfly effect, man. Like, yeah, you know, one ripple will fucking now, destroy the world. What's the worst thing that you saw there? Like, I mean, the worst thing as far as even whether it's how our guys were behaving or, you know, what what's the worst scene you were standing in? Do you feel like? As like conduct goes? Or yeah, yeah. <clears throat> our sniper team. Um, we just got done with Ashura, which is a local meeting. And um, these guys, fuck, I'm probably going to catch a lot of shit, but fuck it. I don't, I don't give a fuck. Um, oh, my guys, and <laughs> I apologize. Um, <laughs> our snipers were fucking garbage. Um, they couldn't shoot a fucking, they what? couldn't shoot shit. Um, I don't know if there's equipment or if they're just fucking absolute incompetent fools. Do you mean just in your kind of unit? My my guys okay. that were attached to yeah. me okay. were fucking absolute fucking garbage and should never have been given the hog's tooth. Um, they were fucking absolute garbage. But again, this is coming from somebody that's never fucking fired a sniper. Fired a, a yeah. sniper rifle. Right. I don't know anything about math. But you hear many anything. things about people fucking yeah. doing yeah. miracles. These guys shots. were fucking douchebags to me anyways. They thought they were fucking better than me because they've been to fucking sniper school. Uh, fuck them. Um, they treated us all like shit because they thought they were above us. We went to Ashura and it was, a an elder that we had met and we had suspected that he was Taliban possibly was working, was wishy-washy. Just, sure. he just wanted to get fucking paid. Yeah. He, he was in it for himself. He's a warlord. Right. Um, and, uh, we went and ha- had the Shura and, uh, we, we got, we, we left the, the area so, so there's something called the, the Pashtunwali Code. The Pashtunwali Code says that if, if, if you come on common ground with the enemy and you meet, and you are inside their sanctum, that they have to protect you with your life, their life. They will give you anything and everything that they can. Food, I mean, I, the best I, I ate was with, with the enemy. I, the boiled goat, rice, you know, everything. They're, they're traditional dishes. Um, they gave me everything, knowing 
that they are my enemy, knowing that I will see them on the battlefield at some point, but that's their code, the Pashtun Wali code, that is their tribe's code, that they must protect anybody in, in their sanctum, in their household, no matter friend or foe. The minute you leave, all bets. How did that situation arise, I guess? Did I miss... We are trying to win the hearts and minds and try to come to common ground with, yeah. with, the, with the Taliban, with these, what we call shuras, which are tribal elders. We, we meet with them and talk with them, and um, sometimes Taliban commanders would come with, and this guy had some low-ranking Taliban commander with him and um, talked to him, and we left, and we got got shot at and shit, and... We had snipe. We we inserted snipers before we went in, so the snipers would come on patrol with us, and they would break off at some point, and we would act like we didn't know that they were even there, um, so they wouldn't get get found and 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 get rolled up on, and you know, end up on Al Jazeera getting their fucking heads cut off. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, what a weird tense meeting when you know that you guys are being a little underhanded, and you sure as fuck know they are. Yeah. You know, like. Oh man, yeah. like that, like that must have felt so tense in that room. Yeah, or not really. I don't know. Yeah, it it was. I was in and out of the room a little bit, um, and yeah, it, it was because they they left their weapons outside. We left our weapons outside. We had our guys, you know, out in the bush, uh, for the lack of a better better word, um, you know, making sure nobody came in or out. And I'm sure they had the same. You know, I'm sure they did. You have a knife in your boot or anything like that, or did you really just like, (laughs) like, like honor it completely? You didn't. Okay, I honored it completely because I had to. Yeah, I'm I'm a fucking lance corporal at the time. I'm an I'm an E3. I'm fucking nobody. Yeah, (laughs) you know. Um, and 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 you had self esteem issues. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's that's the Marine Corps for you. (laughs) Um, The crux of it all. So so we go to leave and we're getting shot at and um. The elders on his phone and the snipers can see him, and he's on a phone, so they don't they don't fucking know um, if he's talking to and, sure. and, and coordinating right. or whatever. Absolutely, they fucking killed him, and I mean everybody knew that. Like this dude wasn't he he was feeding. We would feed him information in the Taliban. He would tell. We would feed him information and say, "Hey, tell tell the Taliban this," and he would tell them that. Okay. Like he was loyal to us. Yeah. Okay. You know, like so he. So it lie. felt like a murder to you. Yeah. Like at that time. Yeah, yeah. Like, and these guys were boasting about it. It's like you motherfuckers shot eighty six rounds during during the staging phase. Sniper out of like a fucking multiple snipers, or it was they had one, two, one hog at the time. I think. And I guess I Which thought I, a sniper was like you one shot, one, one kill. Yeah, yeah. And... No, not not these fucking. <laughs> Do they yeah. scream so they too and stand up? up? Yeah, I, they, they had they had the Barrett, and I know they shot like eighty six rounds and couldn't hit fucking jack shit. There was guys sitting out there in the desert with fucking a mortar tube shooting mortars at us, and they couldn't hit all, fucking shit. All yeah. rounds. That's although what I the guy, hear. if he gets hit on his eighty sixth round, like that's his own fault. Like after yeah. one or two or three, like miss me, yeah. I'm gone. Like why, and, why are you sticking around for eighty six of them? And this and this is hearsay that you know if yeah 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 if, yeah. if, if any of my brothers fucking listen to this and and want to correct me, I, I hope you will. But this is this is what I heard, and a lot of dudes that I was with weren't fans of these 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 stay dudes. The stay platoon is what what the snipers are called, and 
and and especially the hogs which hog is hunter of gunmen they've they've gotten their their they went through sniper school they view themselves as like the spy versus spy thing kind yeah of like yeah they, and one of them didn't even fucking he he had an integrity violation he lied about something got caught and got kicked out of fucking school and they made him like the fucking team leader i'm just like what the fuck this dude you know like yeah marines are fucking pieces of shit and you know, like oh, we are, we are, yeah, <laughs> Marines more so yeah, yeah. Than, okay. than, than most people. I mean, you, you gotta be a, a right. big piece of shit to join the fucking Marine Corps. Right. Most, I mean, look at me, you know, I'm, I'm <laughs> I a fucking like you, piece but of yeah, shit. but I'm a right. piece of shit. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, so right. that, that really fucking pissed me off. Uh, yeah. You know, cause I, I thought for sure uh, you'd have a story where it'd be like, I, I guess, you know, I've watched too many Vietnam movies and shit like that, but where it's like, Someone starts, you're going through a village and someone like, some lady tries to give a guy a chicken or something like that. And he goes, what? Fucking chicken. Ah, and starts tearing apart. And right. then like someone fragged someone. And then yep. the next guy fucking pulled in. There's hysteria and women. And yeah. And like everybody's got to get their story straight. Yeah. Before, yeah. Like, like yeah, like No, it was. A lot of it was shooting at people, but I don't know if it was them missing on purpose. Yeah. Little fucking kids. I mean, there was. My my buddy, my buddy got killed, and it was it was fucking horrible. It was a horrible fucking patrol. He, he got killed, and I was literally five feet away from that IED ten minutes earlier, and he just went five feet further and stepped on the fucking IED and oh my god, stepping and, up. and died. Yeah, um, you know, four four people went down when that bomb went off, and 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 only three got up, and then. Three motherfuckers popped out of a of a of a tree line and started shooting and um so like a real ambush yeah it was it was a it was how many of you guys were there it was a squad so so in that squad of o three elevens which are just regular regular infantry men there was eight no six. And then I was my machine gun team, and then my um, we had the javelins as assets. Um, the it was anti air, anti vehicle, anti vehicle. They weren't. I don't think they were carrying their jabs though, because at this point it was so far into deployment. So we got there in January and got out January in 4th. September. Um, and this was in July. So by that time we had gotten fucked up. Um. No, it was June. By that time, it was, you know, full into fighting season. And, you know, we took a lot of casualties. And I, I heard that our numbers were fudged by our b battalion commander because we were um, considered uh, combat ineffective because they targeted our our medics. Our, our, our corpsman, which the Navy corpsman is um, a sailor who is trained in, 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 in combat medicine. Um, they're fucking lifesavers. They're we we call them our our devil doc our devil docs. We call them docs. They're they're the fucking best. We're the only ones allowed to give them shit. If anybody else does, we're gonna yeah. fucking fuck them up <laughs> because yeah, yeah, yeah. because that's that's our fucking doc. That's He's gonna save right. our fucking lives, and we're gonna treat him like shit. And yeah. and we're the only ones that are allowed to treat him like shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they they targeted because they carried the biggest bags, you know, um, oh, okay. because they had all the medical care and, um. We were we were considered to be um, combat ineffective, but numbers and casualties were misreported, so we could stay in country, so we could win medals for 
for our battalion commander and on on up. Um, so Jeez. we we were underpowered and and there was a single sniper that was shooting at us and and our fuck this is gonna kill me to say it. I have mad respect for this dude, and if he hears this, uh, fuck it. Um, he is a fucking warrior, and he's seen some shit already. And it affected him. Everybody could see it. He wore it. Um, but he knew what he was doing. But at this point, he got sucked in. And there's a lone sniper that was shooting at us. And uh, we knew where he was shooting at us from. And it was wide open. It was a fucking like barn. They're all made out of fucking mud. It's a mud hut. Right. Two level, two story mud hut. And he must have been in the top where they kept the hay or something. And he was shooting at us. And, um, we got, he, we all got sucked in. I can't, I can't just put it on, on him just because of his rank, because he's a staff sergeant. He's a platoon commander, but ultimately it was his call and, along with sergeant, along with the sergeant. Um, and we got sucked in and, and, and this one guy's firing at us, just a sniper, didn't hit anybody. Um, got real fucking close. I felt one of his bullets. I got finally, I finally got pissed off enough because I'm fucking crawling through a sewage fucking ditch where these people fucking shit and piss. And I said, finally, fuck this. I'm fucking standing up. And I stood up and I lit. I had a, I had what's called a combat stash. I had a mustache. Mm -hmm. That's what, you know, cool guys <laughs> grow. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They, they grow the chest of. The chest beard and yeah, the, or some shit. The Chester Molester fucking mustache. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, when you're in Afghanistan. Fucking blend in, yeah, for um, Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Great and, callback. <laughs> and I, I, stood, I stood up and I literally, I heard the crack and I felt the vapor trail move my fucking mustache hairs. Jesus Christ. And I dropped and... I said, all right, I'll, I'll keep fucking. <laughs> yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll just kidding. I'm going <laughs> to yeah. keep crawling. I'll, I'll get back in the shit trench and keep crawling. And uh, we, we crawled up to the area. And um, What did I, you think of after that happened? Like, I mean, your mustache has moved. You drop back down. Like, do you remember the first thought when you dropped down? Like, I mean, do you think of your mom? Do you think of like home? Like, do, like, do you ever have those kind of moments? No, at this point I said, fuck it all because... I was engaged at the time, and the first time I got blown up, I, I called home and said, hey, I, I got hurt, and I might I could be coming home. Um, and, and all she said was, I'm pregnant with somebody else's kid. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, <laughs> fucking and, and, shit. And I, and I, so, so I didn't get, get the, the fuck I didn't, out I didn't of the studio. The, I can't even handle that shit right now. <laughs> How do you not just go on a murder spree overseas? Like, they, they, what? They thought I was, man. My, my, I told my squad leaders, like, uh, you know, fucking Jody. You good? Uh, right. I'll be like, yeah. Yeah, you gotta fly fucking me home. Fucking Jody. Yeah, gotta fly it. me it was, home. I gotta one murder of my, somebody. One of my best friends back. in high school. Of course it is. You didn't even have to say that. It's always that. That's uh, yeah, they tried to take my weapon away from me, and I said, "No, man, I don't give a fuck, man. I got more to worry about." Let me, man. let me. I hate to derail a great story, but I'll tell you this: just in the best friends with your uh, women stuff. Yeah, just wanted you to know your old buddy Gabe's been there. <laughs> yeah, San Bernardino, California. Wake up in the morning, huge Working hangover. At a furniture store. Yeah, no, no, no. I was, oh, I was on, Different I was story. in school, 
I was trying to get out to LA to do comedy stuff. So I was like, well, San Bernardino on the map doesn't look far. Fucking moron. Yeah. It is the worst right. place on the planet, fucking earth. And, uh, and I go there, but I had a good group of friends out there who were on this exchange program thing and, uh, you know, doing drugs and just crazy shit. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but I woke up with just one of those vibrating hangovers where you just, oh, God. And my phone rings and, uh, I had this girl, like the, Second girl I've loved, third girl I've loved, but I loved her. <laughs> and uh, one. and my friend, my best friend Brant, calls me up, and and then and we were always like we were dorks in high school, kind of came into our own later. So it's like we'd really cheer each other on for getting laid, kind of yeah. stuff. And and we kind of had a rule, like just hey, fucking anything goes in general. But this girl I love, that's not a rule. It's not a rule. <laughs> that's, that's not. It's a just rule. how we live. Just anything goes. There. That was our only rule. The rule of the road. The only rule was everything goes. And uh, and and then he called me up, and I'm like, "Hello." And he goes, "Hey, man, just uh, wanted to tell you, I've got some great news. Well, I got good news and bad news, actually." And I go, "All right. Well, give me the good news." He goes. I had a threesome last night. Oh, <laughs> and then, yeah, and then, oh, yeah, and then the bad news was that it was my girlfriend was one of the ones. Oh my friend. god! And I, go, I go, Brant, how the fuck is that supposed to be good news? <laughs> and he goes, I don't know, man. I just didn't know how to tell you. So, <laughs> were you friends like, with him after the fact? Oh yeah, still am. Yeah. Yep, so, absolutely. God. Yeah. You know what? He did it for me. He was teaching me a lesson. Yeah. Made yep. me stronger. Yep. Legend of Mrs. Noah, so silver lining. <laughs> yeah. Silver lining. <laughs> joking. We'll cut yeah. this out. No, no, no. I'm joking. Anyway. Me and Mrs. Noah are on solid ground. Cut that part out. For now. <laughs> All right, everybody. That was our episode. Sorry for the abrupt ending, but like I say, we're going to have him back for more, provided he will. Um yeah, man. Um, love that episode. I did forget to say in the beginning that our sponsor, Cure Pure Collective, K-U-R-P-U-R collective.com, um, and then put in Procon in the box, that uh, they are veteran owned and they they do things for veterans. So if you're a veteran suffering from PTSD um, or anything like that, um, absolutely write into them. Or if maybe you can't afford it or you know someone who is like, you know, hit them up. The guy who owns it is a veteran. He suffered from PTSD. That's his mission. So, I mean, it's a very appropriate sponsor. So your money's going to a good place. You know, also some to, to us if you put Procon in the box. So thank you guys very much for listening. Check out my other show, Servitude, if you want some straight up comedy that that, that I'm really proud of, man. I, I think it's awesome. I do the show with my friend Chris Maddock and it's service industry. We uh, review Yelp reviews or do dramatic uh reenactments of them and um just generally shit on customers or or not you know it's but but it's really really fun uh it's all live stream multimedia go check out my facebook page or servitude um just look them up and you'll find our youtube so all right guys thank you very much for listening i love you all individually goodbye <laughs>